0: From the dysfunctional release, it is Dockin' with Inside Looking Out, as a lot of people have been doing. They're just on the inside looking out saying, man, I wish I could go inside there and do something. And uh, Well, Dockin' is actually doing something on uh, Friday and Saturday of this coming week. Uh, They're playing in Roanoke, Virginia. And just before that, uh, we heard a good friend's uh, Red Rain live. They're chomping at the bit to get out and, and perform live. They're opening their w- on uh, direct support for cool. docking and opening for them. And uh, so I will be at the show. So if any of you are down in the Virginia area and you plan on going and you happen to see me, feel free to step up and say hello at a distance, of course.
1: Yeah, And he'll sign your mask. Yeah, I'll sign your mask. As long as you set it down and take about a 10-foot walk back, and then he can move up, pick it up, sign it, set it back down, and then you can move back up and pick it up. Yeah.
0: And uh, hopefully you didn't hawk a loogie in there or something.
1: Yeah. Well, let's hope not.
0: <laughs> so Roanoke, Virginia, uh, Friday, I will be there. And then uh, Dockin flies off to, I believe, Hot Springs, Arkansas.
1: Mm. So, hitting, all big, hitting all the big metro hubs, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, uh, I, I bet your our friend uh, Corey Davies and and company will be probably attending that uh, show in Arkansas since they live down in that in that region.
1: Look, it would shock me none if they attended the Virginia show too, just because you're going to be there. <laughs> That's
0: true. They would they would probably make the all night drive over there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It- well, here here's the funny thing. Um, and and you may or may not even know this. I don't even know if I've ever discussed this on the show. Okay. But uh, when when I was out on the road with Doc and uh, back in March, mm-hmm. um, we did shows in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, Midland, Texas, and El Paso, Texas. Okay. Do you know that George and his band of Merry Men actually drove from place from show to show?
1: How did they get the car? Did they rent
0: cars in that city or? I don't know exactly what they were driving, but, uh, George apparently doesn't fly. Really? All these years? Did he used to fly? Well, I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that answer. I'm just telling you what the current status is.
1: All right. Now,
0: I mean, now when we, when we left, uh, Midland, Texas, uh, on, uh, on Monday, because mm-hmm. I was out, uh um Friday, Saturday, and Sunday they played and then I flew home Monday. Uh I was out there with uh Robbie Crane at the airport and um uh Brian Tucci, Okay. Me and me and John Levin and um BJ and Chris McCarville and um Robbie Crane and Brian. We all were at the airport along with Don. Okay. But, uh, but George and Oni, I don't know where. Oh, Oni was with us too. I forgot about that. But George was not.
1: <laughs> he was driving. <laughs> yeah, he was driving. It's a long drive from Arizona to Mississippi or wherever. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. But uh, all of us were at the airport together and just kind of hanging out and stuff and cutting up, you know, before the plane, you know, before we had to go to our respective uh, terminals. But. Right. Was just like, all right, all right, good on you, George.
1: <laughs> hey, well, good on him. You know, he doesn't want to fly. Why should he? He's a yeah. he's a fancy man, I guess. Good for him. Hmm. Boy, that's that's got to be tough to to you know drive from gig to gig like that. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. No, hell no. Especially when you're in forty seven bands like him, must be <laughs> in the car all the time. Exactly. <laughs>
0: all right well speaking of live shows yes one of our one of our favorite uh one of our favorite uh rip off uh companies out there that uh is the largest live distributor of live music and live bands and venues it's et- uh so so et cetera, et cetera mhm live nation yeah Live Nation was sued for racial and gender discrimination and wrongful termination in retaliation, among other charges, by former National Touring Director Candace Newman in Los Angeles
1: on uh, July 9th. All right. So she was fired and immediately dropped the race card. Hmm. Are you perceptive, Mr. Uh, I'm just assuming since that's the way everything is now. Yeah, of course. Okay, go ahead. Newman was among those
0: furloughed by the company because of the ongoing uh, China virus pandemic. Mm -hmm. But she contends she was terminated in an act of retaliation for filing a workplace discrimination complaint with the company in February.
1: (sighs) Okay, there might be truth to
0: that, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that she wasn't the only one furloughed.
1: No. No, but it, when they're when they're releasing a bunch of people anyway, that is a good time to dump somebody that's a pain I in know, the ass. But how do you say,
0: well, every these people got furloughed for real reasons? I got furloughed
1: because I'm a pain in the ass. Well, she won't she won't win in court, but of course she's gonna file it. Yeah, of course. Let me let me let me quote before you even read it. As she posted on Facebook <laughs> Well, her complaint
0: that begins with the words, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. No agenda there. No. See, th- this, is, this Black Lives Matter and the association with this, this is going to cause these people a problem in the long run. Yeah. Because, because like me, as an employer... I am not going to hire somebody who brings an agenda with them. Yeah. And other people, no matter how down for the down for the cause they are, if they're a legitimate employer and and uh, need some help, they're not going to bring a, a radical into work at their place. No, they don't because need that. They're going to say, you. I don't need a problem.
1: Mm-hmm yeah I mean you just need somebody to answer the phones and sell shit. You don't need somebody to be i mean if you can't even trust them to answer the phone without trying to spew their bullshit
0: or or walk around with a chip on their shoulder or just looking for an a reason to pounce yeah. mhm, yeah, you don't need that that's my point, so regardless of if you're down for the struggle or not mm-hmm. uh and you're an employer and you and you need people to work for you they're going to be very careful about who they bring into their fold because they're going you know what I, I as much as as much as this is a you know noble cause i don't want this in my workplace yeah yeah why and, and why would you you wouldn't that's kind yeah. of my point so this is for these people who are wearing this on their sleeve and waving that flag yeah somewhere down the road
1: it and they need employment, yeah. this is going to come back to bite them. Yep. You better be holding on to your, you better own your business, <laughs> like literally own your business, not just your personal fucking SJW business. You better yeah, own your, the, your the
0: out there on your social media and waving your flag and making a stink and causing a problem mm-hmm. and, you know, advertising your association and affiliation and your you know, this and that, people are going to avoid you like the plague. Yeah, of course. They might pat you on the back and say, good on you. You're a noble servant. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to paying a paycheck or want you to work for them, they're going to go, yeah, I don't really need that.
1: Mm-hmm. And and even even more to the point, too, even if they do work for you, you're going to be the first, you're going to be judged 400 times harder because you're a pain in the ass. Yep, Exactly. You know, to where to where there's always gonna be an excuse to get rid of your dumbass. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Or, or not hire you in the first place.
1: Right, right. But if you do slide in there somehow, if you have a fake Facebook page or something, you know, then you'll get in and then immediately you'll be getting written up for every goddamn thing. Yeah, they'll find just
0: cause to get rid mm-hmm. of your ass. And if they do it smartly, they'll be successful.
1: Yeah, of course. It's not that hard either. Mm-mm. You just it, it's time consuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it takes a long time. It takes
0: yeah, three months. You gotta have you gotta have you know uh, a series of documentation to say yeah this this person is a pain in the ass. Uh, you mm-hmm. know you deserve to be fired.
1: Yeah, it take about three months, but they'll get rid of you exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Newman alleges Live Nation continues to perpetuate race and gender inequalities, hiring, pay, and promotion. And fosters a toxic work environment of harassment, discrimination, and retaliating against employees like herself.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they do.
0: She filed this thing in February. We're in the middle of July. Mm-hmm. Somehow you were able to hang on for five months.
1: Yeah. Somehow she, she stuck it out. Mm-hmm.
0: Newman, a thirty-year, thirty-eight-year-old black woman and a single mother. See, we got, always got to throw in your your
1: personal choices. Mm-hmm. Well, th- in other words, Newman, feel bad for her. Feel bad for her, comma.
0: <laughs> I always like when they have to throw in the single mother mm-hmm. as as if your the, her personal choice to bang out a kid and not be married or be divorced or whatever the situation is, is somehow a factor in deciding your employment.
1: Yeah. Newman, who took a dick from somebody that ran for cover because she was such a cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: exactly right. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Says she was employed at Live Nation for 11 years so if they were so racist and all this how is it that you lasted 11 years yeah With you mean this- it took them 11 years to finally get rid of your ass
1: yeah, it's a pretty good run of being a cunt
0: yeah see see that, that that's the kind of bullshit that that makes no sense i mean if this happens say within a year's time mm-hmm. you might you might look at it a little harder but somehow some way she was able to last more than a decade at her job yeah. without being complaint without uh having harassment racial disparities
1: uh, all this other stuff how how did she last for 11 years you're not very sensitive neely this was a very slow build it was a very slow build to her to Apparently her so. and, you know it's like a rape victim that waits 35 years to say that she was <laughs> raped exactly See, after after a decade,
0: you're going, ah, I'm, I'm going to question the whole uh, racist angle here. How did you last 11 years in a racist environment like that? Yeah. How
1: did you do that? It was fear. I yeah. was afraid to complain. Year after year after year? Yeah, I was afraid to complain.
0: Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I've ever been at one job for, for 11 years ever. I think, yeah. I think the longest job that I've ever stayed at mm-hmm. has been about six years.
1: Yeah. Long. I, I, the only one I've ever done is in IT.
0: Well, that's not a job. That's your, your business. But yeah. my, my point is, is working for somebody. Yeah. I, I don't think I've worked for anyone more than 11 or I mean, six years at any one time. So yeah. 11 years would be a victory for me.
1: Yeah. No, i other than the military, which was military is my longest at six five. See, there you go. There you go. And everything else. Man, I, by the third year, I was itching to get the fuck out of every job. I hated mm-hmm. everybody by the end of three years.
0: Right. Exactly. Or, or you've, you've advanced yourself so, so much that, uh, you became a sought after property. Yeah. Well, there was or, that. Or, or you, or you sought out other challenges.
1: Yeah. Well, most of it, mostly the first part. Yeah. I just hated everybody. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, okay. Whatever whatever. Yeah. But but somehow this lady who worked in such a toxic environment, she lasted for eleven years.
1: Well, and again, that's that's her fault too, because let's be honest, and, and this is a sidebar to this story, but if you stay anywhere more than three years, then you're just accepting being paid less than you're worth. Because, you know, they hire you at just above at above scale, and then within three years you're below scale. And then they hold you that with those 3% raises or whatever. It gets you underneath. Mm-hmm. So you have to plan to shoot three to four. Every three to four years, you got to plan to jump. That's how you go from making shit money to making real money in like a decade. Mm-hmm. It's by changing every about three years. Right. I was great at that. I changed three times. I changed four times in 12 years. And I went from 28500 to 95000 There you go. In 12 years. Which you know that's a that's a great rise, mm-hmm. you know. And then, then after that, I was like, "Eh, fuck it. I'm just not going to go back to jobs anymore." Yeah. <laughs> well, you
0: know, even with even with I, what I currently do, I I went from forty a year to to making over six figures.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a that that was a nice jump, especially after yeah. paycheck. <laughs> of course. So anyway,
0: um. She lasted there for eleven years in the touring department, and um, and most recently was tour director for the North American region. So she was the tour director.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Somehow she, it was racist and toxic. She said she was notified June eighteenth that she was being furloughed. Okay. Well, this whole COVID thing happened the second week of March. Yeah. So she basically did nothing from let's say March, April, May, uh June and now we're into July. So she did nothing for 4
1: months. Yeah. And what does she think she should be directing right now? There's no fucking tours. Yeah, there's nothing going on. And was were you the only one
0: furloughed? No. Yeah, no. So now you're suing because you lost your gig because nothing is going on but you're using the excuse that the reason you were furloughed is because of being racist
1: i don't think you've got your pussy hat on neely you're not you're not listening me too baby you got to believe believe all women. okay believe women on all things if she was the only one furloughed and everybody
0: else stayed then maybe i would say she has just cause but if she was just a group of people that had to be furloughed because there's Live Nation is hemorrhaging money because there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's what people do. That's what that's what happens when there's no business. There's no income. There's no uh, money being generated.
1: And and let's let's take it even further. There's a real chance that the reason she was fired was because she's a pain in the ass that filed. Yeah, her. But sorry, hon, but COVID made the convenience to get rid of your ass. Right. That's just the way it goes. COVID just made it that way, and you're not gonna win in court. You can sue all day long and spend what little money you do have on fucking on legal bills all you want. You're not gonna win. No. It says well, what proof
0: do you have that you of all the of the thousands that were laid off were the only one that was laid off for reasons outside of the COVID?
1: Uh, well somebody put it in the chat room. I think it's it's probably upsetting because she was fired on juneteenth eve was that it juneteenth well you said june 18th right Yeah. right right yeah juneteenth juneteenth eve it was oh. a message
0: man oh yeah so it, it was just like really really putting a knife in that wound right yeah i'm sure yeah <laughs> Uh Live Nation said in May that it would begin the process of cutbacks and furloughs that could affect up to 20% of its workforce. Well. All right. So you you were part of the 20% instead of the part of the 13%. Yeah. Well, there you go.
1: Odds were better. You still got dumped.
0: <laughs> in her complaint Newman alleges she was improperly classified as an exempt employee and denied overtime pay was paid as much as 40% less than equivalent male counterparts was disciplined and reviewed unfairly and denied promotions among the claims.
1: Well, she got pretty far for somebody It was denied promotions. Yeah. She was the director of tours. Yeah. I would imagine that's a pretty high For North America,
0: not just for New York City or for Los Angeles, for North America.
1: Yeah, I mean, what'd she want to be, CEO? I guess. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, look, she's going to have her chance to prove it, and if she proves it, then then we'll admit we're wrong. I have a feeling we're not going to hear from her again. We're never going to hear about this story again because she's going to fucking lose. Or because stupid Live Nation, the cucks that they are, will settle. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll give her a payout and say get lost yeah they'll say here here's 100 grand beat it stupid yeah they'll
0: get they'll get their PPE uh multi-million dollar payment give her a million or two of that and say get out of here uh, they won't give her that much I'm just making a making a joke but
1: they'll, give, they'll give her a little bit of money and they'll tell her beat it stupid yeah don't
0: ever come back here again in fact don't ever attend at concert at one of our venues
1: exactly you're banned to aeg shows yeah yeah pal
0: The 10-count lawsuit alleges that Live Nation failed to prevent discrimination in violation of the Fair Employment and Housing Act, unpaid overtime, and other violations of California Labor Code and business and professional code violations. Well, California, there you go, right there. Mm -hmm. That speaks volumes. Yep. Newman seeks unspecified general and punitive damages to be assessed at trial, as well as attorney and court costs. Mm-hmm. You'll get nothing. You'll get none of that. Yeah. Live Nation counters that Newman was not terminated, but furloughed, and as such is considered to be a current employee. Mm-hmm. In a statement to Polestar, Live Nation responds, We are surprised by Miss Newman's claim of wrongful termination as she is still an employee at Live Nation. (laughs) With concerts on pause due to the pandemic, we unfortunately had to implement furloughs across our company. Most heavily impacted was our concert division, but our furlough staff are still valued employees receiving health care and other benefits. We're not doing anything now. So you're, what are we going to do with you? Are we just going to let you suck off the uh, what's left of our, the live nation teat until things
1: get back swinging again or what? You know how many people they had to rip off with those service charges to pay you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we cannot comment on specifics of a lawsuit while in active litigation. However, we would like to be clear that any allegations of bias and discrimination in Ms. Newman's claim are completely unfounded. Live Nation is fully committed to being an anti-racist. Blah, blah, blah. equitable organization. And we are continuously striving to foster an environment where employees feel... That's the big mm-hmm. word right there. Comfortable and
1: empowered. Yeah. In fact, we're spraying painting Black Lives Matter in the parking lot right now. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Shut up.
0: Oh, there you go. I, I lost my job, so it must be because I'm black.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but unfortunately, I didn't actually lose my job.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm still employed. It's just that there's no not shit going on right now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but I need to pay my bills for my illegitimate child.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, look, I feel for you, but you know what? Walmart's hiring, so's Aldi's. Go yeah. get a job. Go get something to hold you over, stupid. Yeah. That's what, that's what happens in the real world. Yeah, but I
0: was making. I was making a quarter mill a year and and aldi and and Walmart doesn't pay that kind of money,
1: yeah, you're right. they don't no you can either fucking feed your kid or not,
0: yeah <laughs> Ugh, dumb I know
1: but but see, this is where it's
0: at. It's just like, well, you know, I lost my gig
1: now, somebody has to pay, yeah, of course. What's well, a smart time as a black woman to sue though with everybody caving just based on skin color. It is a oh, yeah. good time to sue. Absolutely. You know, she, she may just win just on, just on the value of, of people are too afraid to actually be, to dare to challenge any anybody with a, you know, in the black race. Well, you, what what you did there is you, you named the right thing.
0: I hate that people, or companies, or corporations, or anyone—whether it's a corporation or an individual person—yeah,
1: is living in fear. All yeah, the time. they are. Yeah, they, they fear the minority. That's what I and and I don't mean like the minority like black people are a minority in this country. I mean the minority of you know the crybabies that are whining. Mm-hmm. It is the overwhelming minority of people. It is. You know, it's it's just fucking bullshit. Yeah. Fear,
0: fear, fear, fear,
1: fear, fear. You know what? The answer should be live nation. Fuck you. Sue us. And we will fucking drain you until you have nothing left. Yeah. Your kid will be looking up old newspapers for diapers. Fuck you. Yeah, We, We will sue you dry. We will appeal for 23 years just so you don't get paid. That's what they need to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I, you know, the the thing is, and and you know, I I know that uh, we have a we have a niche audience, but we have a fairly decent size audience. I mean, it's it's a drop in the bucket compared to you know,
1: you know some of the okay. bigger
0: organizations. But for a homegrown show like this, yeah, I I would like to think and and open up your ears, for friends, mm-hmm. as, as Hatfield would say, um. Stop living in fear, yeah. Stop worrying about every goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Just take one day at a time, handle it, be responsible, yeah. you know, figure out an alternative. I mean, Chris has been in those situations. I was in those situations The it was very dark times between, uh, 2009 and 2012 for me and Chris personally. Yeah. But somehow we emerged and we brought you a better show. Yeah. I'm, I'm in way better position today than I was, you know, six or eight years ago. And as well as Chris and mm-hmm. it's tough times, it is, it's tough, but don't be afraid. Just deal with it head on. Yeah. Sack up and, t- and just take it and move forward. Yeah. It, it may not be the greatest situation tomorrow. But, but you will
1: eventually rise again. Yeah, you will. And here's the big thing. Stop worrying about people being mad. Yeah, that's the big one. People are so worried that they're going to be called a name or, or somebody's going to be upset or, you know what? Fuck people. If they're mad, if they don't like you, if they don't like the the cut of your jib, as they say, then fuck them. Yeah.
0: Just fuck them. As much as, as much as I disagree with his politics, but I love his music is, is John Mellencamp.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I I watched him do an interview. This was years ago and he was, you know, he was kind of espousing some of his viewpoints on life. Mm -hmm. And, And one of the things that he said back then when he was probably still, you know, just kind of a blue collar guy without taking on this socialism cause that he's into these days. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like, what are you going to do to me? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Hmm. So you don't like my viewpoint or you don't like my thoughts on something or you don't like how I do, you know, I wear my hair or whatever the case may be. What are you going to do to me? Yeah. Oh, you looked at me. Yep. Oh, I, did. I said something mean.
1: Yep. And and the funny part is when you, when you take it on head on, you diffuse the, you diffuse the argument before it starts. Yeah. Look at how many times did people say that you, you know, to me that I was a bigot or a racist or whatever. And and my first, what was my answer. Yep. Yep. I am. You're right. I am. Yeah. Stand up and recognize bitch. Yeah. And then what, what was their answer? They had none. Uh, uh, Well, uh, uh,
0: uh, and then they went away. Yeah. It's just like that, uh, that, that president or the head of that food company, that Spanish food company, Goya, this week. You probably don't follow the news, but, oh. you know, President Trump invi- yeah. invited some, uh, you know, Hispanic leaders to the White House this week. And okay. the head of the Goya food company went. They're
1: like the blue label, they make black beans and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know who they and, are.
0: And then he was just like, uh, you know, I was, I was honored to be invited to the white house and president trump is doing uh, a lot of things to help the hispanic population and their uh employment and whatnot you know okay like fucking racist bigot homophobe you, know? <laughs> you went and visited trump oh you know you you, you committed the ultimate crime and he was just like I was proud to be invited. And you know what? If I get invited again, I'm going to put on my Sunday best and I'm going to go again. Oh, he
1: didn't. He didn't back down. No, he's good. Good for him. Good for him. The only thing, the only black it matters in his world is those beans. Yeah. Black beans matter. Yeah. But see, here's the thing.
0: He visited the White House when Obama was in the White House.
1: (laughs) Not a word. It wasn't a racist then not
0: a fucking word. <laughs> now he's a racist. Now he's a racist, but well, he's a brown guy. So I thought, uh, people of color mattered in this country.
1: Well, maybe him and Rick Camuglia could start a business together. Yeah. Black olives and beans matter. I'm right. Sure. <laughs> no, I did not hear about the Goya controversy, but yeah. yeah, I mean, he went
0: in and he he was like, yeah, president Trump is
1: doing great things. Well, good on him for t- for standing up to it instead of being a pussy. I like that. Yeah, and he said, you know what? I'll go again. If he invites me again, I'll go again. Fuck you. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I-, I find all that nonsense about, well, we're not going to the White House. Shut yeah. up. Shut up. You're so fucking brave. So bold. Shut up. Yeah. So good on him. Yeah. With your fucking self-importance not nonsense. I'm tired of everybody and their self-important bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, eat a bag of dicks, as Chris would say. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the music and touring news, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, what was that lady's name? Who uh, the the lady we just covered? What was her name? Cunty Cuntface? Yeah, that her. Was that was that her name? Well, as as you're well aware, since there are no concerts, and you know. For the most part, no sporting
1: events and no nothing going on. Candace Owens, maybe? Candace? No, uh,
0: I can't. No, Candace. Candace
1: something. Her name was Candace something. No, Candace
0: Owens is one of the good ones.
1: No, I'm saying she. What kind of statement is that? One of the good ones? She's one of the good ones. <laughs> Does that mean most are the bad ones? Yes. Okay. As long as that's coming out of your mouth, not mine. Yes, it came out of my mouth. <laughs> All right.
0: Anyway, Kanye West's Yeezy wasn't the only musician business taking a PPP loan. Okay. According to documents from the Small Business Administration and Treasury Department, guess who else took money from the government because of
1: canceled concerts? Uh, um well, I I actually do know the story, so go ahead.
0: Guns and Roses, mm-hmm. the Eagles, right? Pearl Jam, right? Green Day, mm-hmm. and many other touring musicians took out loans as well. Do you have problem with this? No, I. Well, no, I. I do. I don't. I don't for the most part, but I do a little bit. All
1: right. What do you have a problem with with this? Well, I don't have a problem.
0: Obviously, these are entities, these are businesses, mm-hmm. and if they qualify for the loan, yes, they should get the loan. Right. The question is, and I don't know the answer, and there I know there's a whole lot of facets with this because I was actually going over this whole PPP um, paperwork this week a little bit. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to you got I'm going to use Guns N' Roses and the Eagles for the most part, because those are two very, 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 very high profile bands mm-hmm. that make a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And they uh they have a obviously have a very large touring staff, you know, mm-hmm. that that goes from, you know, stagehands to bus drivers to you know, all this other stuff that, that is part, you know, I don't know. They may, they may employ over a hundred people for a tour. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's, yeah, that's probably fair. Sure. So these people, I would imagine, I'm just guessing. I would imagine that they're contract employees. Would you huh. say that the would you say that they're full time employees or would you say that they're contract employees? Because I know in the music business, a lot of these guys, whether they're tour managers or mm-hmm. roadies or whatever, they'll work whatever tour comes up. They're not exclusively for Guns and Roses or they're not exclusively for you know the Eagles.
1: Sure, I would think it's probably a mix. Because, like, Guns N' Roses, like, I know for a fact Metallica has a core set of guys okay. that are Metallica's guys, you know, and it might, it might be like the head of lighting and the head of, you know, amplification and the head of the yeah, you know, of the house mixing guy or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do have a, a select group of guys that only work for them. But then they bring on people like the Ken Bars of the world. Yeah, that's there's a prime example right there. Yeah, they bring those guys on to contract for this tour or these gigs or this one show sometimes. You know, look at Don. Don contracts, you know, sound guys every now and again just for like one show if he can bring yeah, them with Yeah, Frank, Frank Turnowski. Mm-hmm. So he'll contract him for one show. But you know, I, I, I think it works both ways. I would imagine that in the in the biggest world like that, you probably have a mix, but it's probably mostly contract guys. Mm-hmm. I would think so. Right. Well, getting back to this, uh, these these bands,
0: as well as other bands, have have taken taken advantage of this government loan situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The financial support, which is part of the federal government's two trillion dollar two trillion dollars trillion dollars CARES Act to assist small businesses impacted by the corona, is intended to cruise and other support staff for current and future tours. Reps for the above acts did not immediately respond uh, for requests for comment. The Eagles Pearl jam and disturbed of all things Mm -hmm. received between 350,000 and a million dollars and multiple other artists received between 150,000, $350,000. Right. Other acts who receive funds include the chain smokers. I don't know who that is. Deep Trick, the Head and the Heart.
1: Don't know who that is.
0: Imagine Dragons.
1: I know who that is. Yeah.
0: Jason Isabel. Isbell, okay. Little John. Okay. Nickelback, Papa Roach, Pent Pentatonics. Pentatonics, yeah. Uh, Rascal Flats, Okay. Chris Stapleton, Tool 311 Weezer, Wiz Khalifa, mm-hmm. uh, Messina Touring Group, which was promoted many of the Taylor Swift's tours, also among the recipients.
1: Right. See, I don't have a problem with any of them getting money. They had tours. They were canceled. They lost their income for the year. That's right. what shit's supposed to be about. Right, exactly. And, and that's fine. My biggest problem is why are why are why is this not looked at in a logical way of why are they getting money when there's plenty of full time businesses that have not received money? Didn't mm-hmm. all of the full time businesses that are oh, open businesses that
0: actually provide like a product? Yeah. Why are they rather than somebody who is out there dancing on a stage and singing into a microphone
1: and they only do it for four or six months a year. Exactly. You know, this forget that they're bands for a minute. This would be like if you gave a million dollars to a snowplow company in Florida, (laughs) you know, odds are they weren't doing a lot at the time of COVID. You know the the odds are pretty good. They're they yeah, they're a, they're a seasonal company, right? And so is Guns and Roses, and mm-hmm. so is Taylor Swift, and so is Wiz Khalifa. You know they're seasonal, so they should get paid. You know the way Pro, this a prorated yeah. rate, yeah. And after after the full time businesses get paid because they're not they're. They ultimately, they, while they may produce more revenue, they're not producing day-to-day jobs. No. They're producing part-time employment. Well, that's kind of where I was
0: going with the fact that they bring on contract employees. Sure. You know, when they have a tour, they go, okay, well, we need to mm-hmm. uh, get our touring group together. So we need, you know, six six uh, roadies. We need six, you know, uh, mm-hmm whatever. And, 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 but when the tour is over, they cut
1: those people loose. Like, see ya beat it. Yeah. Go on to the next tour. Yeah. Here's a guns and roses t-shirt on your way out the door. Mm-hmm. Scram. Yeah. And that's my hope. And, and even if you're going to start giving musicians money, how about you pay the musicians that are working every single day? You know, there's those guys that play every coffee shop every single day of the week, you know, five, six days a week that they play. Why aren't they getting paid first? Why is Guns N' Roses getting paid? Because they, they generate more money? That doesn't make sense. That's not what the loan was supposed to be about. Yeah. You know, the the whole thing is I have real reservations for a lot of reasons about them giving out all the money. You know, mm-hmm. first of all, it's gonna be absolutely impossible to recollect anything.
0: <laughs> you well, know? that's why a lot of this is debt forgiveness.
1: Yeah, they're gonna, they're ha- gonna they don't have to pay it back. Yeah. And, but they're going to have to do it that way because how in the fuck do you think they're going to manage collecting money from a hundred million businesses and, and by business, that could be one person, a sole a sole proprietorship is a yeah, business. Like, like what I have for the CMF. I'm, I'm the sole, sole yeah. proprietor. You see, you should have filed for some stimulus money. I, I could have. Yeah. Maybe you should. You yeah. Get a quick 20 grand. Maybe get a quick 20 grand out of it. Who knows? Yeah, sure. You know, but yeah, I I mean, that's, that's the whole thing is that it's a mess. And I think people, I think that this story was floated out there just to try and generate some, some negative publicity at, at the band. So you guys are rich and you still took stimulus money. They're trying to spin that.
0: Of course you want to, you you just want to, you know, stoke the fire of outrage.
1: Yeah. And this is where people need to say, Eh, who gives a fuck? You know, the same people that are saying, I would do anything to see a concert now are bitching about fucking Guns N' Roses getting paid. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up.
0: Independent labels and publishers that received loans included Jack White's Third Man Records, Okay. Sub Pop, Stone's Throw, J. Cole's Dream, Bio, Dream Beal, Rostrum, oh, Reckless, no. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well. it, the news uh emphasizes how dependent uh the music industry has become upon touring well yeah no shit yeah. and how fi- financially exposed many of these artists are without it well that's the only way that they can make their money is either on touring or merchandise
1: yeah well, you, how else would you like them to make money personal yeah. appearance at a birthday party oh that's right we can't have a birthday party <laughs> half of the fucking towns uh, while streaming is often cited
0: as the savior of the music, but what are you kidding me? The streaming <laughs> often is cited as the
1: savior of the music business. You know who cites it? Spotify cites it. <laughs> YouTube cites it. The fucking bands. I've never heard a band say, "Man, Spotify's
0: great." Yeah, it's great that we're they're streaming our music because I'm just sitting back collecting that check.
1: I saw some. I forget who it was. Some producer that's that had something like a billion plays in the last like year or something for whatever he produced. And he got a check for 6,600 bucks. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. That's, that's a fucking, that's a crime there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, well, streaming is often cited as the savior of the music business, which lost half of its values as CD sales plummet due to illegal downloading downloads in the early two thousands. It was actually the concert industry that brought it back to health. Well, the concert industry has always been there
1: and mm-hmm.
0: bring it back to health.
1: No, not at all. They Spot. just raised their prices and, and their fans were too stupid, myself included. Well, to- that's basically, yeah. it. that's what they
0: did. They overinflated the
1: prices to make up for the losses. Yeah. And, and dopes like me fucking wrote the checks, plopped down the credit cards and fucking overpaid, paid 150 a ticket for fucking Metallica. Yeah. Spawning multiple nine-figure grossing tours
0: every year for the past decade, the relationship is a symbi- is symbiotic. Uh, people are re- rarely paid to see acts that they don't know, and streaming drastically reduced the cost and effort of discovering the music. However, touring represents the bulk of nearly all artists' income. Okay. Uh, the aid was significantly less than what they received by other entertainment related businesses including west's apparel company yeezy s t x entertainment new Regency and uh blah 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 all of his entities um they both reported receiving two to five million and retaining a hundred to a hundred and six jobs. Respectively, while New Regency received between one to two million and retained 50 jobs. Okay. It's all worth uh, nothing that not all companies who applied for the PPP loan uh, took the payout. Uh, Ithaca Holdings, for instance, which houses Scooter Braun led management firm SB Projects, that is Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato. As well as big machine label group was approved for two million dollar loan, and they opted not to take it.
1: Okay. Well, they're 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 surprising there because those when you do get the money, boy, t- the the terms I know it can turn into not you know a, a grant. Like I I got the loan that'll turn into a grant as long as I show receipts, but the um the terms are so good that even if it's a loan, it doesn't make any sense not to take it. Mm-hmm. The terms are like 2% over 30 years or some ridiculous number. Right. Cause, cause we got, we, we finally got a little bit of money for pinball PA. We got 10 grand and the terms were like nothing for the first six months. And then if you don't pay the, if if you don't use the money appropriately or whatever, the um, the, the pay is like forty nine dollars a month. <laughs> okay. For thirty years or whatever. Yeah, I get you. Which you know, thirty dollars a month. You know, if your business lasts thirty years, so be it. Then you'll be paying that fifty dollars a month for forever. But you know, most businesses have at least one bankruptcy in thirty years. Mm-hmm. So that money will go to shit right there.
0: Right. Well, our uh, CMS fan, Matt Barth, chimed in here real quick. Okay. He said a friend of mine was a salaried crew member for Metallica the last six years. Okay. He was always on retainer, and he told me all the salaried crew was furloughed on June 1st. Okay. Did they file a grievance? Was any of them black? Well, I don't know. Did did they file that they were unfairly furloughed because, you know, because of their skin color?
1: I think Metallica gets a pass because they released both Fade to Black and the Black album. Oh, okay. So they get a pass. Well,
0: they've, you know, more or less made uh, Black Matter. They have
1: many times. Okay.
0: But they made money off of it. How much of that profit did they kick back into the Black
1: community? I'm sure all of it. I'm sure they did. Every penny. (laughs)
0: all right well there you go uh you know entertainment entertainers taking some of your uh, taxpayer cash so they could you know hang out and do whatever it is that they do on their spare time right even though for the last three three to four years the not in this lifetime tour uh grossed almost a billion dollars all right All right. well let's take a short break what, what, right. would, what would you like to hear
1: um how about um charred walls of the damned all
0: right that's some that's some pretty pretty hard stuff but i liked it it was like uh, it. it was it was
1: really aggressive mm-hmm. but still melodic at the same time yeah. i love it I, it's good i've been listening to it a lot lately i've been listening to these richard christie phony phone calls from Howard Stern <laughs> on YouTube. And oh my God, they're so fucking funny. Tradio. Tradio. The tradio calls are the best. You're on tradio radio radio. Right. So fucking good. It is. But, um, yeah. Let's go with char walls of the dam. The song tear me down from the creatures walking over the dead release. All
0: right. All right. We can, we can definitely do that. Uh,
1: all right. Well, uh,
0: obviously, uh, Richard Christie, who uh, was on, is he still with Howard or the, yeah, is, that, he's on there. is he still? Mm-hmm. still. Obviously, I haven't listened
1: to Howard in years. Yeah, he's still there as far as I know. I mean, I haven't listened. to. I'm never going to listen to Stern again, but right. I'll listen to the classic stuff. That's good enough.
0: All right. Well, uh, anyway, what was the name of the tune again? Tear Me Down. All right. There it is number seven all right well, well let's play some charred walls of the damned and a couple other tunes and we'll come back so here it is it's richard christie is this with tim owens on vocal sure is all right uh so it's charred walls of the damned with tear me down exclusively here on your classic ship. Middles-